This is the City Surgery on City Talk 105.9. And it's City Talk 105.9. Welcome to the Gadget Surgery for a Tuesday afternoon. My name is Mick Coyle, and we welcome back to the studio our gadget guru, Gary Miller, here every Tuesday to help you out when it comes to technology. Gary, great to see you. Yes, the wrapping uh, gadget guru is back uh, for another day with Mick Coyle answering your questions on gadget-related stuff. So whether it's virus or computers or smartphones, DVDs, TVs... All sorts of stuff, but maybe not any wrapping today. Uh, Yeah, just for people who weren't listening yesterday morning on breakfast, uh, we were playing around with an app which you can get on your your iPhone, and it's called uh, Auto Wrap. And it's basically, if you talk into it, it turns your talking into uh, a wrap, basically. It puts like a beat underneath and sort of affects the way that you talk and the gaps in between your words and turns it into a wrap. So we ended up having uh, Gary... Uh, talking about something and uh, we put a beat under it and he basically rapped so uh i did and it actually sounds okay uh, but only all only okay i, I sound very scottish <laughs> but there we are i am yeah to be honest gary everyone already thought that anyway yeah uh, so thank you to everybody who's emailed questions in over the course of the week the email address is always the same if you've got technology issues that you want to get sorted uh, if you've got problems with like your phone or your laptop, or you've got a PC with a virus, or you've got an issue with like a digital camera, you don't know what the right cable is to get your photos off it, things like that. Our tech guru is here to answer those questions. The email address is surgery at citytalk.fm. Loads of questions through this week, some on the email, others on the uh, the Twitter feed, which people send them through to, at citytalk1059. Martin says, um, Gary, what would you say is important to look for when buying a replacement Samsung Galaxy 3 battery. Oh. Replacement. We had a similar, not not the same question, but quite similar a few weeks ago. Uh, The the Samsung Galaxy 3 go for the the right version. Uh, And I don't know if there are compatible versions out there that you can buy off some cheap website. Now, be very careful. Some batteries are better than others. Some trickle through when they're charging and some boost that charge and the quality could be better. So I think with the Samsung, you're guaranteed that it's going to be tip-top. It's designed for that phone. And I'm assuming, I really am assuming, that there are other batteries out there that look like a Samsung Galaxy 3 battery, act like a Galaxy Samsung 3 battery, but might not actually have the same kind of power or the same kind of recharge. But I, I think do your research Get onto that trusted search engine, whichever one it might be, and have a look and see if anybody's had any problems with compatible batteries. Yeah, I think as long as long as it's got like the European kite mark, I think it's the CE symbol, isn't it? That, that gives you like the uh... can also be copied. Be careful. Right, yeah, this is true. Yeah, they can be copied. A make lot sure of le- make sure you're getting it from a legitimate source. I guess get it from a legitimate. And of course, I would say that the vast majority are, but some will be offering it at a really dirt cheap price and it's too good to be true normally that means it's too good to be true I don't and know it could be dangerous as well so be careful i don't know about you gary i found with with batteries by the time i'm getting to sort of a point where i'm thinking this battery isn't lasting very long that tends to be around about the time that it's about time to change the phone as well i've, I've had a fairly good run of things because i've had blackberries in the past the battery's not life had not had an issue there and it tends to be when you get sort of 18 months into a contract that's two years. And I start and thinking, starts to, yeah. yeah, maybe it's time to get a new one. But I think, well, I'm getting a new phone anyway. But I'm showing you now my iPhone 5. 
there is no way that you can change the battery on mm, this because it's actually glued apparently to the screen underneath. So you'd have to replace the screen and the battery. So you, there's sometimes with phones, you can't change them even though you might want. I actually hate my battery on my iPhone 5. It is constantly, within about four hours, three hours of use, just going zoop down to nothing. Uh, particularly when I'm taking this lovely photograph of a group of people and we're on about 32% battery power left and it switches off and says there's no battery power no. left. It does. And then you try and put it back on and it doesn't come back on. You wait maybe, say, half an hour, an hour, you put it back on, and it comes back on, and there's still 32% battery power left. That doesn't sound Something like a battery not right. issue. Yeah, you no. got problems there, Gary. You need a gadget guru. Luckily, I know you're I here do. To uh, exactly. Uh, Martin, uh, best of luck with your uh, your Galaxy Samsung 3 battery. Thank you for your question. Uh, Ian says, Dear City Talk, can you edit pictures ahead of loading them onto Instagram? I've got lots of pics and don't want to use the in-house editing system. That's Ian. He obviously wants to put photos onto Instagram. Well, there are loads of applications, uh, whether using Android or iOS or using Windows Mobile. iOS is for the iPhone uh, or, or for an iPad, etc. You can download lots of cheap or even free apps. Uh, I use uh, Photoshop, um, uh, the simple version, on my iPhone. And you know what? I can actually crop them. I can enhance them. I can change the shape of them. I can straighten them. So if I've taken it at a slight angle, um, it's tried to maybe refocus it. Um, well, I don't drink, so it's never going to happen. Uh, but I might be on a ship or a boat, and it's like on the Mersey, and it's slightly out. But I can actually do a lot of fixes uh, with uh, Photoshop, and it's just a cheap version. It's not the, the most expensive version. Uh, but there are others that you could download. Uh, and I think, hasn't Instagram, but I could be wrong, so I'm sorry if I am, hasn't Instagram got an editing tool uh, that you can download first before you actually stick it onto Instagram's its server, its own site, its cloud site. I think you can actually do that with one of Instagram's add-ons. And I think Ian said he says I don't want to use the in-house editing system. So oh, it doesn't. Something oh, about on Instagram, right? Okay. Well, I mean, uh, PS Express is the one I use on my iPhone, and it's brilliant. Um, but it may not be the one that you can use on your phone because you may have a different version. But uh, it does work on Windows Mobile. It does work on iOS. It does work on. So try, try, try that. Um, and I think. To be honest, it cost me £2.49, but actually, it's brilliant. Some of the cheap ones are not that great. Some of the better ones that are about, say, two quid, three quid, even seven quid are worth getting because they will do things like try to focus, try to straighten it up, etc., etc. I'm just thinking because Ian, I presume Ian is into his photos and that's why he's asking about editing, editing pictures. He can just create the pictures, put them in a gallery on his phone, and then when it, you want to upload to, to Instagram, you just select the image and you don't put a filter on it. And you just put on the image that you've already created. So yes. create it sort of off-site. Off-site, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and then bring it in. Uh, so, uh, Ian, look forward to seeing your pictures. All right, then, uh, next question, which has come through to surgery at citytalk.fm, comes through from Denise. Uh, now, Gary, it's an interesting one, this one, Gary. Um, it's Dear Gadget Surgery, what can you tell me about the pros and cons of a Windows laptop that has a detachable tablet monitor. I need a new laptop and don't currently own a tablet. 
Denise. I wonder if Denise has seen the uh, the advert for the uh, the new Windows yeah. laptop, which goes, oh yes, it's got all the convenience. Well, of, that, of a that tablet, I, I don't know if you mean the slate there, Mick, or, or if she means the slate, but uh, the the Surface uh, from Microsoft, which does come apart. But there's also, um, I mean, I think Toshiba were one of the first to do it, where you've got the keyboard and you've got the um, monitor. And they, they clip apart. They take a, come apart. I think I've seen a Lenovo. Is it Lenovo? Lenovo do one. A, a, yeah, a Lenovo do one. one. Um, and the normally the screen becomes a, a touch screen. So it becomes a like a tablet. So you've got the tablet or you've got the keyboard. You bring them both together. And some people like to do their emails, etc., the messaging, the reports, by typing on a keyboard rather than doing it on the screen. So... And actually, if you look at some of the TV programs, uh, some of the satellite channels, when they're doing the news, they're walking around with a device that looks like a tablet, sometimes a little bit thicker, because what they've done is they've twisted the keyboard and put it on the back. So they've just actually turned it round on itself. But you've got the actual monitor, which now acts as a tablet. So they can pinch and zoom, etc. They can double click on the screen. So it acts like a touchpad mouse as well. So that's the beauty of those. So you've got a what you'd almost call either a portable or a notebook or even as close as the power of a desktop, but you've got it in tablet form as well as keyboard stroke notebook form as well. It's one of the concerns maybe that, that it doesn't come with an iPad. So if you want a real top of the top of the range tablet computer, you're probably not going to get it that attaches and clips onto it to a keyboard. But what you might find is you've got a really good laptop which has the, the functionality of having a tablet as well. But go down to um, one of the electronic retailers and they've got Bluetooth. I mean, any airport these days in duty-free, they've got Bluetooth. And even last week I was using an infrared one. It projects the keyboard onto the tabletop from a tiny little device that's about the size of a matchbox. And it actually projects a keyboard and you type away. So when you press the A on the, on the, on the infrared, it becomes the A on the screen. So you could buy... A, an iPad or a Galaxy Tab or something like that and actually get one of those devices that Bluetooth connects and you've got a keyboard. Some of the keyboards roll up and some of the keyboards fold into a tiny little bag type thing uh, that's quite easy to carry around. So you could have a tablet and still have a keyboard as well without buying a notebook. Okay, Denise, I uh, hope that answers your question. Thank you for your time. The email address, if you've got questions for our gadget guru, send them in, surgery at citytalk. FM. Dear City Talk, can you ask Gary Miller a question about home networks? Says Colin G in Southport. What equipment do I need to host an entertainment system that can run in the house across multi-rooms at once? E.g., says Colin, I need the hi-fi system to run in each room, slash, access to Microsoft Office, slash, photos to share, etc. Do I need one computer to, to rule them all? He says he's obviously a big Lord of the Rings fan. Well, you've got one computer could rule them all and, and, and transmit the signals around the house. Um, if it's music, for example, um, Sonos do a wireless system that could broadcast music from a hi-fi around the, the, uh, the, the building uh, and even into the garden. And you can get wireless speakers to go out in the garden. Um, if it's computer-related and you want to see photographs, etc. What I do is I've actually got uh, an Apple Mac and I've got uh, an Apple Mac desktop type thing. It's actually a big screen with the computer in the screen. And and that transmits around the house using uh, an Apple uh, little device uh, called Apple TV. 
and I can actually look at my photographs, listen to listen to my streaming music in any room in the house. Where there's now, a monitor or a set of speakers. Where there's a monitor and a set of speakers. Now, in fact, the speakers are on the TV, so the monitor's the TV and the speakers are in the TV. So I'm actually watching my photographs and listening to my music on a TV screen from a computer. What I'm not doing is using the TV, obviously, as a monitor to write reports and do spreadsheets and whatever. But if I had a computer in that particular bedroom, I could watch my TV programmes because I'm streaming. I can do YouTube. I can look at my photographs, run my videos, um, or I could uh, look at listen to my music on another machine in the house. All I need in that case is just a Wi-Fi enabled computer. That's all I need. So as long as there's Wi-Fi around the building um, and it's not too far away in that it's not a conservation area with thick walls, it's a listed building and you can't get through, then look at maybe even get, getting those electric socket networks instead from places like Maplin or CPC, etc. And you plug what looks like a socket, a plug, excuse me, into a socket in the wall, and a normal electric one, and it will transmit from one room to the other as well. So Colin doesn't necessarily, as long as he's got something where he can host the information, he doesn't need to sort of rip out all the wiring into his no, house. No, not at it's all. It's something that can be done with technology would exist at the moment. So you're saying it's a hub, and it's those connector, hub, connector uh, plugs which you can buy in, in pretty much all technology stores. They're or expensive, but not hugely expensive. And Wi-Fi, Wi-Fi speakers will be another way of doing it. Wi-Fi speakers will do it, and that's where Sonos comes in, because Sonos speakers do the same thing. They transmit from one room to the other, but that's actually a top of the range, not cheap. Uh, Colin, we'll be around when the party's starting. Thanks, uh, Colin. He did mention Microsoft Office, by the way. You, you can get like a multi-use Microsoft Office, can't you, that you can put on multiple uh, computers and yeah, then, but- then, then save them in a network. But if you've got, oh, I see what you mean. Um, if you've got, you can get multiple license uh, for two, three, four, five users. Yes, you can. It's not cheap though. No. Um, I mean, the actual package itself, even at the cheapest for one copy, has an original equipment manufacturer version. It's normally called OEM. Is about a hundred quid for Eesh. that. So you you could, you could be talking four hundred quid uh, at least for one copy of the full version. So what is the licensed copy for the extra ones? I'm not sure about that. All right, Colin. Uh, Colin G in Southport. Thank you for your email. If you've got a question for Gary, send them in surgery at citytalk.fm. Now I do love this question. It's come through from uh, it's either Marcy or Marcia. Uh, on the Wirral. Uh, thank you for your question. Dear Gary Miller, my son wants a Raspberry Pi for his birthday. He's 24. Is this appropriate? Well, that's interesting. It is if he's a coder. He's somebody that wants to learn computer program and, and get computers to do things um, that basically come from this 25 quid chip which is really what it is. Yeah, just so people who don't know, a Raspberry Pi, we're not talking about an actual pie that you'll buy in a Sainsbury's, you know, bakery. Yeah, it's not yummy material. Yeah, it pie, is PI. It's basically a, a, it's like a little home computer which runs a really basic system and it's got little various cables off and you can attach things to it, but it's quite a nice little bit of kit for yeah. playing around with code. It'll run a monitor, it'll run a keyboard, a network and that sort of stuff. They're very cheap. I think they're 25 quid, maybe slightly less. Um, and they're really what a lot of schools are using to start kids getting into, or young people getting into robotics and programming and such. So actually, it's a great little device to start experimenting with. And if you were the kind of person when you were older that did Meccano, or the kind of person that built wireless uh, cat whiskers radios, 
back in the uh, 40s and 50s. You'd be the kind of person who'd have Raspberry Pi today to make your own computer, but do it quite cheaply and make it do wonderful things. And you could say, I made that happen, as, as opposed to buying it as a ready-made model. Uh, last question come through. It came through on, on Twitter, this one, to at CityTalk1059. Elorio uh, says, Dear City Talk, does Gary think WhatsApp will start advertising? Now it's owned by Facebook. I presume ninety Elorio, billion dollars for a company. <laughs> I presume she means there, or he or she means there, that um, that advertising will start appearing on your feed, which will be incredibly annoying if that did happen on WhatsApp. I think it might happen. And last week we discussed, um, you know, is Facebook going to be around in five, ten years? And the answer was yes. Uh, but of course, there's a new upstart on the block called WhatsApp. And then the week after, they get bought out by Facebook. So WhatsApp is being used by lots of young people in schools. It is really cool. I don't use it. I do. A lot of people do. (laughs) And they love it. And you're really cool. And you're young as well. Um, And yeah, I think in order to get your 16 plus 3 billion, so your 19 billion back. And I actually discovered, do you know, I was with these Americans at the weekend who were in the city and they wanted to learn about football and they love Liverpool Football Club, but they also wanted to know about our technologies and where it's cool to set up business, Baltic creative, but right across Merseyside, loads of places where you can set up business. These three guys, uh, Tarek, Josh and Danny, the three of them um, all said to me, have you heard about WhatsApp just being sold for 19 billion do you know how many men and women work for that company? Less than, is it about 30 or something? 55. Wow. So divide 19 by 50, 19 billion by 55, and they're all about 12 years old. They're not, that's <laughs> been rude, but they are very, very young. How are they? They can have masses of money now. The 3 billion extra was to keep them involved in the company because once you give somebody 16 billion, they might have just gone off somewhere else. This is true. Uh, yeah. Laurie, I hope that answers your question as well. It's a, it's a possibly maybe, although I think Instagram is a fairly good example of, of how you can own something and, and do it fairly credibly as well yes. without flooding you with advertising. Uh, Gary, we're out of time. Oh, great show. Uh, thanks so much, Mick. And uh, again, we've not played the rap today. In fact, I've got time. I'll play the rap. Here's Gary oh dear. rapping courtesy of a, an app you can buy now. We played this on breakfast yesterday. It's on auto rap. You can play around with it yourself, not with Gary's voice, but with your own or your nan or your mother-in-law. Have some fun with it. Here's Gary rapping away. They could take a very long cable, basically a wire, from the equator and take it about 22,000 inhibit miles way up into space and it would remain relatively stationary and put a carriage on it, basically an elevator kind of lifting, and it would go up. No, it wouldn't. Well, actually, you're right. No, it wouldn't. From the Ah, Gary, what about that? You're a star. Brilliant. Yeah, I wish. <laughs> uh, back next week with the gadget surgery. Uh, if you want to send in your questions, send them in surgery at citytalk.fm. That's surgery at citytalk.fm. This is the City Surgery on City Talk 105.9.